0: Sean O'Rama, also known as Sean Geek, because I guess I'm appropriating the name for myself as well. It's not just the podcast, it's also me. What am I doing right now? I'm actually driving, running an errand for my mom-in-law, sweet, sweet woman that she is, and I am... Um, picking something up for her so running all the way across town to go pick up something for her and deliver it to her house why Because she's a sweet lady I like her um, so I figured since I'm gonna be on the road for a couple hours doing this and I'm gonna talk to you guys so what's going on well just did a really cool episode yesterday which uh, you will have heard already by this time, because I will have would have posted it. But I kind of wanted to take a little retrospective here today and talk about where we are. We touched on a little bit on this in the last episode, but um, uh, at the time of this, uh, we will have we, as in the meet, the Sean Geek uh, members. Well, let's 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 take a step step back. So. First, firstly, one of the things that happened was pretty much in and around KeyCon or just before KeyCon, um, Corey and I entered into an agreement with each other. Um, we each have our own brand. His brand is the Meet the Geeks brand, which I'm always kind of been part of. Um, and I've added him to the Sean Geek podcast, which is my brand And, uh, you know, as you've heard him on the show, he's been on the, he's had a few episodes on here and uh, there's going to be more episodes coming in the future with him. He has become a regular staple of this show as I've become a regular staple on the Meet the Geeks Facebook page. Um, So I thought I would take a step back and explain what Meet the Geeks is exactly and why I am partnering with Meet the Geeks. Why is Corey so prominent in my life? And those that know me well know why, but for those that don't, I'm going to explain why. So, um, God, a gazillion years ago, it feels like, I think it was back in 2007 or so, um, Corey and Clay, uh, Clayton T. Stewart, who was the director on Star Wars The Evil Within, the movie I was involved in. Uh, I met Clayton on that set uh, he was the director of the film i got one of the secondary lead roles i guess you could say in there and uh, i formed a, a very good friendship with clay um, the other friendship i had was with Corey. now Corey was the makeup artist uh, on the film and would eventually garner the role of the uh, the lead bad guy in the film Darth Animus, who was a Sith, excuse me, a Sith Lord, and um, it was kind of a by default thing, I think, that he got the role. Um, We did have someone else cast at least once, if not twice, in that role, and as movies go, you know, people fall in, people fall out of films all the time, but um, Corey fell into that role. Now, Corey was hired as a makeup artist and he ended up doing um, a whole bunch of stuff uh on set he wasn't just doing he wasn't just doing makeup stuff he was doing a bunch of other stuff too um kind of like myself and uh, you know i get to talking to him and he had just graduated from uh, i can't remember the name of the school but uh, a makeup school in toronto ontario canada in case you're listening uh Abroad, um so he was he went he graduated from school there and then came back to winnipeg oh, i just i just drove by somebody i know How about that i wish i could have stopped um anyway he went on this film this would be kind of his first kind of real project i guess and uh we came we became very fast friends Corey and I. Uh, The reason being is I was on set a lot and there was a a great need for extras. And I wasn't afraid of doing makeup at all. And because I was going to be on screen so many times, it was, you know, we needed to make me not look like everyone else. And because it was a Star Wars fan film, you know, various uh, appendages off my face and and stuff like that uh, happened so I wouldn't you know, look the same. In fact, uh, thanks to Corey's wonderful and masterful makeup work, I was actually able to have a second speaking role in the film uh, where I did a modulation, a natural modulation to my voice to make me sound completely different than the the main character I played. So anyway, on this film, Corey and I became fast friends because, hey, you need another extra? Yeah, sure, Sean, you got time? Yeah, sat in the makeup chair Corey would invent something and I would throw on a robe like a Jedi robe or I would throw on um, you know whatever was lying around you know i dressed differently on set a lot of the times if the main character wasn't in I was doing something else I think in the end I ended up having 13 different roles in the film like cameos walk-ons and and that sort of stuff Um, there was another gal on set too who had uh, equally as many? Her name is Athena Kovacs. She's awesome. I like her. She's pretty cool. Anyway, um, so that's where our friendship started. Out of the movie came Meet the Geeks, and what was Meet the Geeks? Well, uh, Clayton and Corey get pretty close on the film as well, and um, they ended up um, talking about stuff. And kind of joking about stuff. And there was a natural chemistry between the two of them. They were, they were very, very funny. Strangely enough, many, 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 many moons later, Clayton ended up being a stand-up comedian. And that's what he's doing now. But um, that's kind of what happened there. So they um, they started kind of riffing on ideas, kind of bouncing things back and forth. Um, and because of the camaraderie on the set between particular people, um, Meet the Geeks was... Uh, was conceived. And Meet the Geeks was going to be the story about four geeks from four different realms of geekdom uh, that that were friends, very close friends. Uh, so it was based off of real people, which was Corey, uh, also known as Corey Geek, who was the Klingon geek, or the Star Trek geek. Um, there was Clayton Geek, who was the Star Wars geek, the opposing fandom. Um... And there was Matt, Matt geek, who was the uh, Lord of the Rings geek, kind of the fantasy uh, guy. Then there was myself, who was the comic geek, Sean geek. Now uh, you're seeing where some of this stuff comes from. Um, and in the uh, and in the comic, uh, basically, generally, what was happening in the comic, very generally, was. Clayton and Corey would get up to some sort of antics Matt would be the guy that would fall for stuff and I was the quote unquote straight man uh, in it who basically uh, a bit of a foil and a bit of a you know I don't think it's a good idea to do this because uh, a lot of times things were done to Matt to hurt Matt in the comic strip and I was the guy that was always looking for reason like I don't think we should do this I think, don't think it's a good idea um, that sort of thing. So, um, that was the general concept. So Corey started drawing stuff, um, and then Clay, uh, who cannot be uh, the, the least bit dismissed in this, pushed Corey to produce what ended up being 13, uh, 13 strips. Uh, so we ran the strip. We had a the website for MTG Comic. Com, which has since been taken over by somebody else, another group called Meet the Geeks, who came up with their name well after us, but whatever. It, it is what it is. Um, and uh, the panel was born, so Corey, would, Corey and Clay would pretty much come up with all the scripts for each. Uh, a lot of them were solo Corey or solo Clay. Corey would draw the strip. Clay would ink, color, color, um, put the whole thing together, digitize it so it looked really nice, clean, clean and crisp uh, he would do the lettering, like the word balloons and he would post it on site and we did this for a while and uh, oh, my involvement in this because I, I think that's always a kind of a weird thing is my involvement in this was really nothing uh, Matt's involvement in this was actually even less than me My involvement was they would have meetings and I think more from a HR perspective, I was pushing for the strips to continue, try to keep timelines going, Um, I lived closer to Corey and I also had a car, so, um, but I was there, you know, we had a lot of quote unquote staff meetings, um, which Matt didn't come to any of these, but more on that later. Um, so anyway, so the idea was, you know, I, I kind of helped out, and I, you know, there, was, there were skits or sketches or um, bits that I came up with that may or may not be used in the future. Who knows? I did come up with a few. Most of them were not funny, and, and that's why we never went with what I had. Um, we all know that my humor comes from being the straight man. I am not the funny guy, which is fine. I'm the storyteller. Anyway, that's where Meet the, Meet the Geeks was born. We ran the strip for 13... 13 weeks, or 13 uh, strips. Um, uh, really, uh, kudos to Clay. Clay really kept this thing on some kind of schedule. And then in the end, um, we did very well. Now, we, back in those days, in the halcyon days of, of the interweb, as you could call it... Um, Figuring out how to monetize stuff like this, there was nothing was really formal, and we really didn't know what we were doing from a business perspective. Had we done something with it, we could have made a little bit of coin. Um, we definitely could have made some coin. Our, our number of hits was was astronomical. Um, you know, far more than than anything that any of us have ever done since. Um, yeah, we got a. I mean. And, and it was really hard because back in those days it was hard to really count those numbers like it is today but nonetheless that was what Meet the Geeks was so um, for years and years afterwards there was poking and prodding from Clay and myself uh, you know hey we, sh- you know, we should get this going again and it was really good it did really well it was really really funny I think the chemistry between you know well, at least the three of us or four of us you know it was, it was something magical and it was like lightning in a bottle sort of thing um, you know, even my limited involvement in it, because you know I wasn't really one of the writers or artist or anything. Um, it just, you know, it, you know, it, it, it was just, it was something special. It was something very, very special, and something I still hold, you know, to my heart to this day. So anyway, um, eventually, uh, and this was covered in a couple podcasts ago. Uh, Corey was kind of telling you the story about kind of why the geeks fell apart. I'm not going to rehash that here. I don't want to cry. It was really sad what he said. And it's true. And to be honest, that whole episode, um, it really really bonded uh, Clay and myself. Um, I was really frustrated and sad. uh, And it felt like I was losing my friend because I didn't know what was going on. With him and there was some shit going on in my life too that he was not even aware of so we had a big pow-wow one year at key Con, of all places and uh, We kind of put our feelings out on the line, you know um, We let each other know exactly how we felt about things we apologized to each other we cried like two little kids and um We, you know, put aside all our frustrations and all that and decided to go forward. Uh, Since that day, the friendship has gotten even stronger. And, uh, like, I honestly feel like Corey and I have been to war together and in some ways, you know, not to disparage the military people, but there's a lot of shit that we went through that was really tough. And a lot of stuff that you'll never, ever hear about on this podcast because it's just too raw. But... I mean, I've got this guy's back. He's got mine. Um, I've never... I've rarely had trust so deep in somebody that's not family uh, in my life. It's, it's amazing. And uh, Todd Fast, Todd Fingers, who's also on this podcast from time to time as well, he will attest to this. Um, Corey is a, is a great human being. Uh, he is a member of my family, regardless of parentage. And uh, he's a special guy to me, and that's my call out to to my buddy Corey. So, since the demise of the comic strip, Corey kind of had illusions of maybe continuing, maybe drawing some new strips, um, and, and he kind of basically did had a placeholder on Facebook. They had a Facebook page, Meet the Geeks. Basically, he was kind of reporting on geek culture um things like you know superhero movies or anime or you know what have you um he was just kind of reporting on stuff that was going on out in the world um and you know he would basically was just he was linking to a lot of things he was kind of you know highlighting things that you know people may not have heard about and kind of offering a unique um view on things or his own view on things which is always entertaining um another thing that spawned from that is he started writing three or maybe four different blogs each kind of with a different hat or different aspect of his personality which he has since merged into the meet the geek blog spot which we will get to in a moment. Um so meet the geeks meet the geeks has actually continued on um you know, its ex- expiry date. Uh, even though the strip wasn't being done, he was still, um, you know, he was still putting that thing together. So oh, I've arrived at my destination. I'm going to pause this for a moment and come right back. Um, if you guys are still interested and still having fun here, I'm just going to pause this puppy. And we are back. I just had a good chat with my mom-in-law. And I'm back on the road. So, oh, let's see if I remember where we left off. So, um, I guess that's how, that's how Meet the Geeks was. So, I guess for the next number of years, uh, Corey was running the Meet the Geeks Facebook site. And uh, I was an administrator for a while, and then I wasn't. I kind of didn't really understand what he was doing with it, to to be honest. I I understand now, and it makes sense. And actually, the Meet the Geeks Facebook page is is really good. But uh, I was kind of like... I think what's happened with Meet the Geeks, because of of what uh, Corey did and Clay did uh, and all that, Like, it really became a community place and really what meet the geeks is it's not the comic it's always it's really always been more than that meet the geeks are meeting the geeks in our circle and it's not just the four geeks it is the geeks in our community in our little family really that's what meet the geeks is um it was originally meant to be The Four Geeks, but it's, it's it's more than that. And I really feel that the comic is really just one aspect of it, and actually a small aspect of it, if you think about it. It was a... Um, it was a chronology of of where our headspace was at the time. And... This may seem really weird, but... The podcast itself is really just an extension of Meet the Geeks. It is another aspect of that personality. So in truth, Meet the Geeks is the strip. True. Um, But also the podcast is, you know, Sean Geek really is just my corner of the world, which is no longer my corner of the world. It's our corner of the world. So where did Matty go through this? Well, we kind of explained where Matt went. In um, the uh, meet 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 the meet the geeks people episode a few episodes ago, um, but uh, Matt, like I said, it's a family. Meet the geeks are family, and it's all the geeks in in the family. And we took the idea was to to progress and, and phase Matt out and uh, bring um, another geek in. Um, And we talked about, you know, several potential guest cameos, you know, we'd bring in um, maybe the Shane O'Mac in, you know, or various geeks in our community, in our immediate family, right? So, um, yeah, so, so Matt was actually, interestingly enough, while we were in the movie, you know, everything was, everything was really the four of us, the four geeks, Matt, who was the lead in the movie. Um, well, Clay and Matt were the leads in the movie, um, and Corey was the bad guy, Darth Animus, and I was the bumbling captain, but really on set, the four of us were together a lot, and, um, but we were the geekiest of that immediate circle, because, I mean, there's also Ward, who was the producer in the film, um, kind of the, um, assistant director, but he's kind of in charge of a lot of stuff, I guess he was the producer, um, he made sure things, you know, ran on schedule. He made sure actors showed up when they weren't going to show up. Um, he made sure we had some sort of schedule um, and enforced the schedule. And, you know, um, would he be one of the Meet the Geeks? He would, but he's not really a geek. He's actually just kind of cool. <laughs> so, um, but really, those were the core geeks on set. And after the movie was done, um, I mean, Matt was pretty young when he was in the film. And um, not that he wasn't a, a grown ass man, but he grew up and you know he went and got a job, like a really good job and he's doing really good for himself and he's doing all these things and he's still doing a lot of geeky stuff, but he's not in our, in our immediate circle. Like I still keep in touch with him, I still talk to him um, regular enough, uh, we all do, but I mean he's on the periphery, he's a bit more on the periphery of our, our immediate bubble. So we we're like, you know what? Like, we have some other people that we are very close with. And it's like, you know what? Let's. Um, Corey's idea was to just incorporate them in. So, um, partnering up with Meet the Geeks makes total sense. It's, in a way, it's a crossover in the same universe. Like the X Men and Fantastic Four and the Avengers really is what it is. That's exactly what Meet the Geeks and Sean Geek is. We are part of that same family we are always going to be intertwined um, in some capacity so having a um, a a joint thing between the two of us um, is very organic very logical makes total sense totally makes sense so that is that that is what's going on with that so that is going to give us a, a broader uh, base, uh, a bit more influence. We might be able to do more things. Um, we might be able to do more things as we go forward. Um, I think it gives us more leverage uh, as a company or a group of companies helping each other. And we are going to be meeting with uh, another company, which um, I don't know. If it, I don't know if anything's happening. Or anything will happen, but I'm hoping it does. And if it does, there'll be an announcement on SeanMcGinney.ca as per usual in our blog Meet the Geek blog spot. And, um... Yeah. There's just lots of things. We have lots... I've always had lots of ideas for the the podcast and how it's going to evolve and where it's going to go. And... I mean, thanks to the co-hosts on this show. Like, I'll be honest. One of the co-hosts I always wanted on the show was Todd, uh, which is my brother. And he is great. Um, I mean, he's my brother, so, I mean, that alone makes him super cool in my book. But he's also a really cool dude. Like, there's a a gravitas to him. There's a polish to him. I kind of find any involvement he's had with me in anything I've done, even if it's just hanging out, he, I feel like, sometimes I feel like a am not disorganized, but I'm not very professional. Or, um, But I, I find he puts a polish on things. He, he's very technical, and he's very, um, I mean, a musician, as a human being, um, in terms of his feelings and how he communicates with people, he's got this polish that uh, I hope to hell rubs off on me because he's a he's an incredibly great human being. Like I, to be honest, I I keep looking at him as a dad. I'm like God, I, I I hope I can be half as good as that guy is. Um, his relationship with his daughters, my nieces, is, is, is something to behold. And uh, you know, I I just hope I can you know get. Little bit as close as he does uh, to being a dad. Like, he's just so good. And uh, he's just such a, he's so warm. I don't know. I I mean, I love that guy. He's, yeah, he's my brother and all that, but I don't know. He's amazing. And to see that guy on stage, I mean, he's still one of my favorite things in the world. Um, Just watching him play, just that groove, that. There, there's something majestic when he plays on stage. It's just, it's just beautiful. But also having him on the podcast, talking to him. And he has a different perspective than I do, or that Corey does, and that Tracy has. Just gets this different... There's something about it that's just fascinating. Like, I just love talking to him. It's just He just approaches things from a slightly different perspective, a slightly different angle. And it just, it's just so fascinating to talk to so fascinating to talk to. And having them on the podcast is, is a dream. It's just a dream. It's amazing. Um, what about Tracy? Well, the last episode, we, we got Tracy back on the show. <laughs> Not that she was gone, but she's been busy with a few things and uh, couldn't be happier for her. Um, I, I'm going to keep her on the, on the show as long as I can, and I hope she remains eternally on this show. Because I love that lady dearly. She is, again, Family. Like there's some friends you have and then there's the friends you have that are way beyond friends and I've been friends with her uh, longer than I've been friends with anybody uh, just about like, probably the second most longest friendship I've had um, and I don't know, it's like we can finish each other's sentences we're very much on the same wavelength um, our philosophies on life are so in sync it's ridiculous um strangely enough uh tracy never got to, has not met my wife because i mean i haven't seen tracy in person my god for probably 20 years um but i mean we've just talked a gazillion times on the phone um and on the podcast um so one day my wife and she will meet and i'm very looking forward to that Um, because they are like two great women like my wife is phenomenal she's insanely amazing I'm just blown away like I continuously get blown away by my wife like what's up with that like you know you're supposed to get old and tired and bored and all this sort of stuff not with her there's not a chance so to get to have her meet you know like one of my best friends in the world Tracy would be freaking ugh it's going to happen one of these days. We all need money. We all need money to do these things. It's expensive to... I've looked at flying over there. It's expensive. Yeah, that's for sure. But anyway. Um, anyway, great host. I I, I I waxed kind of poetic on her in the last episode. Um, but she's got a, an amazing voice, an amazing candor, an amazing humor. Um, and I really, really need to get her and Corey on the same podcast together. Todd knows her, he's met her and all this sort of stuff and they get along really well. They're actually born on the same day too. <coughs> which is uh, really cool. It's probably why I get along with both of them so well. But uh, Corey is incredibly funny. and she's incredibly funny. and I think uh, getting those two on the same podcast at the same time is, is gonna be brilliant genius. Um, I don't think it's going to be a laugh a minute. I know it will be. Now I put all that pressure on you too to perform. Dance, little monkey. Dance. Anyway, um, so so what do I want to do? And why why are we doing this episode here today? Well, I went back, looked at the Podomatic, which is where I started out way back in the day. And I was looking at some of the episodes I had on there. And those were all solo episodes. They were just me. And, uh... Um, I, I worked weird shifts, so I couldn't really talk to anybody anymore, um, I was awake, people were asleep, I was asleep when everyone else was awake, and I didn't have any time to do anything, but work, eat, and hopefully see my kids a little bit, um, and I wasn't even sleeping that much, so when that came out, there was a lot of uh, philosophizing going on in those episodes, I kind of went back and listened to some of those and like these were really good. They were they were very raw. That first season of this uh, podcast was really raw. But there was some really good stuff like I I I think I need to do some more solo episodes like that um when I kind of get in that mode of of thought. Sometimes it's just good to talk it out like I'm doing today, which is why I'm doing this episode today. That was the uh, the crux for why I wanted to do this. But um it's interesting to see where my mind was at back then to now i was doubting a lot of things i was questioning a lot of things and i was wondering about a lot of things and uh i don't know i think i was i don't know if to say i was directionless but i was lost and confused i mean i had priorities but i was existing and i don't feel like i'm just existing now like like i feel like i'm drinking the sweet nectar of life right now and I feel very privileged um, with how things are going yeah, there's, there's crap stuff going on and, and there's issues here and there and um, I'm not even going to get into this stuff I, I just want to count my blessings Like I'm really lucky this podcast has been a godsend um, and it's been one of the best times of my life doing this thing um, it, it's forced things to happen in Corey's life. And, uh, and he's throwing right back at me and forcing me to do more things with my life. Um, and it's good. Like, I think we always got to be working on things, to quote Chris Hardwick. He says, you, you always got to be working on a thing. Things are important. So, you know, launching the website this year, that was something I always wanted to do, but I never got around to doing. And uh, I got all that push from my wife. She's like, you got to do it. You need a place to have all your stuff. And the website's growing and expanding every day. And I got so many plans for it. I want to put them all out right away, but I'm going to pace myself, not kill myself. Do it at the pace we need to. The plans we have for the podcast, we're still talking them over. I had a meeting with Corey last night to discuss some of the items on the table uh, for the merging of the two not merging but partnering of the two companies together and um, with the two brands because they're not even companies yet but um, the importance of it and, and, and the things we can do and, and they're things we've always wanted to do the things that we've kind of always done but never really done them formally or, or in the format that we're doing them in and it's, it's really exciting um, and on the podcast side of things, so despite all that stuff, um, Cory's taking—it's interesting. Cory's taking a, a bit of a role, like I did in Meet the Geeks, the comic that is. In that, he's kind of given me some guidance, giving me some ideas, giving me some format, format things, um, providing a little more structure, I guess. And, uh just bouncing those ideas. it's nice to have to bounce those ideas off somebody who's of a like mind um, and I got thanks man like seriously thanks I couldn't do this podcast without three of you guys for sure and without my wife even though she's has been on the podcast um, her reports on this podcast cannot be um, taken lightly but um, I feel like I'm getting a kick in the pants. Um, for those counting, we've cracked hundred episodes on Podbean, um, which is a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal thing. We are looking at some other things. I do, I, I, I've talked about this before and now we're actually putting a plan forward. We want to film, um, uh, film a video to get our Patreon going because at this point, the, the rate of growth of the podcast and the Meet the Geeks brand, to be honest is that is such that we really need to see some revenue coming in not that we would stop if we didn't have the revenue coming in but the size that it is now uh, revenue stream I mean, it's got to happen um, it's more than a hobby now, it's more than a thing that we do, it's, it's, it's a passion well, cool. Chris Hardwick find your thing, do it, and the money will follow. Yeah, well, you still have to set a couple things in place, which is what we're working on. Um, But we have a lot of plans. I'm not going to talk about the ones that aren't formalized or finalized, um, but Corey is taking a step with uh, a couple things to get us seen and be places. Um, We have some format, not format changes, but I think... The, the format of the show is going to take an evolution. There will be multiple formats to the show. There will be... Um, I'm, I'm going to do definitely do more of these solo episodes. And I don't care if they get enough listens. That's not the point. Sometimes they need to be done to be done. And they're good for me. And hopefully you guys enjoy them too. I really hope you do. Um, but I think... Uh, Corey and I have a format that we're talking about that we want to implement on the episodes he and I are on. And we also want to work towards getting the four geeks... The four geeks? Hmm. I like it. Having the four geeks uh, on the podcast, the four podcast hosts, um, to do joint episodes. that We really need to work on that and have that happening. Uh, and we're working at the logistics of getting that done, which is obviously difficult with Tracy being out of town and not living in the same city that the other three live on. There's also uh, talk of expanding um, the co-hosts that we do have to be more like the geeks in that, okay, like we are the four hosts of the show, four hosts, co-hosts of the show, whatever you want to call it, but it's not just the four of us. This is a community thing. We are a community. We are geeks. Um, And Meet the Geeks is really, we were talking format and that sort of thing, Meet the Geeks is definitely um, what you do on this show, you meet us, um, but a meeting is more than just a meeting, it's getting to know us, and who we are, and what we do, and uh, what we think, and, and what we're working on, and um, the one thing Corey said uh, the other day on the Meet the Geeks uh, uh, Facebook page, was we look out for our own and that's really what this is so I want to thank everybody for your um, for checking this podcast out for listening to us Um, and I know there's a lot of you listening out there but I'm gonna gonna, I I gotta pimp you guys if you like the podcast please like please share Um, the podcast is now available on multiple platforms it's on available on Google, it's available on iTunes, of course it's available through Podbean. Um, you can also listen to it on my website, SeanGeek. Uh, you can also listen to it on the YouTube page if you're a YouTuber and that's the way you like to go. Um, you can listen to it everywhere. There's lots of places to listen to it, but I would, I'd really like to see some likes, comments, shares, anything you got. Again, when's it, when this Patreon thing's up, you guys really need to pay attention because what we're going to offer to the listeners of the show, um, is going to be to your benefit. And, um, trust me, we're going to do some pretty cool shit. All right. So as the nature of the podcast dictates for now, what spoiler? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm almost at my destination. I am almost home. I'm going to go see my lovely wife, give her a kiss on the lips. Tell her I love her, and we're going to go kill some zombies. That's right. Here is the teaser. State of Decay 2. I'm going to be doing a State of Decay 2 episode in the future. If you are playing State of Decay 2 and you got some comments on it, why don't you message me? Where can you message me? SeanMaginity.say, Jump on there. Leave me a comment. You can send a private message to me through there if you wish. You can also contact me through my Facebook page. You can private message me there. Um, you can private message me through Podbean. You can, private, you can private message me anywhere. Find me. Send me a message. You want to talk about State of Decay 2? I'm ready to talk about it because I've been playing the crap out of that game. And it is good. But I'm not going to get into that now. That's his own episode down the road. So, we're going to part ways here. See you on the flip side live long and prosper peace love and hugs whatever the catchphrase we get see you on the flip side see ya